Hello, I am Monique Pitavino, and this is Dance and Culture Around the World. Welcome to Javan Reed, also known as Deco, as a dancer. Mm -hmm. um, Deco is Jamaican, mm -hmm. and um, just to place Jamaica on the map, it is a small island in the Caribbean. Mm -hmm. um, Deco has been in Australia for two years now, and he's been sharing his passion for Jamaican dancing profusely. Mm -hmm. He's got an amazing reputation already. Um, Deco, you're a dance hall dancer. Yeah. How did you come to dancing dance hall? What is dance hall dancing anyway? It sounds like it's ballroom dancing, but it's not. So tell me about dance hall, what it is, and how you got to dance hall dancing. Uh, definitely. But I must say, you did my whole introduction. I thought I was going to do that, but... Uh, <laughs> you can great. do it Thank yourself. You, you can compliment. <laughs> I don't mind. You did it pretty good. Okay. But yeah. Hello, I'm Deco, everyone. You don't know. Check, check. Jamaican in the house. Big up to United WA. One and all. Yeah. Dancehall. First thing we need to know, dancehall is a culture, lifestyle. You see me? Not just a dancing. It may be just dancing for overseas people and other people, but for Jamaican people itself, it is our old culture, you know, lifestyle that we live every day, you know, eat, sleep, you know, cry with it. So, yeah, there's not much to say about it, but there's a lot. Like, yeah, there's a lot. Mm. Mm -hmm. How did you get into this lifestyle? <sighs> You know, I first fell in love with dancehall when I saw it on my television when I was probably six or eight, watching it, putting it in that small disc in a DVD and feasting my eyes on the party. And like, from that day I was like, yo, this is me, you know, like, this is me, you see me? And I started moving, even though I didn't know what I was doing, but I, would, I just kept moving, moving until I found myself creating dance move and I'm like yeah you know also my I must say my bigger brother was also a dancer and I used to watch him dance all the time with his friend doing some middle school dance move with some old school dance moves moves like broke up hardcore uh, broke up hardcore dancer movements you know I saw that and start imitating before time I started doing more than him you know and he start and he at that time he put it down start doing music and i was like uh what to do now and i found myself just kept going on by myself you know until i met my cousin who is also a dancer big up the camera magnificent all the way i must say that he was a dancer and we start dancing together doing our own thing but it wasn't strong but we didn't care because that's the only thing that could get us away from poverty lifestyle, you know? Not let us think about poverty or anything, you know, even though it was hungry. All, even though we were hungry and all of that, doesn't really matter once we had the dancing, you know? And we kept doing it, going to party, 
going to party, sneaking out, <laughs> going to party, <laughs> you know, because we wasn't allowed to get out of the house, but we didn't really listen, you know, that's the thing, and that's the power dance hall itself of our young youth like us, you know, even when our mommy and daddy say, don't leave the yard, yeah, we leave the house, <laughs> 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 you know, we say, yes, mommy, yeah, daddy, you know. So, the spirit of contradiction. Yeah, you know. <laughs> does that does that um, also show in in the in the dancing in the in in the, in the dance hall dancing in the moves in the energy that you um, that you can convey in the in in your performance? Yeah, it shows a lot. You know, just just by looking at the determination and people seeing the determination. You know, it shows everything about you. You know, like it doesn't matter what people say, you're still gonna do it regardless, even though they think it's wrong. And it's not gonna take you anywhere you still do it because mm. you know that it's gonna take you somewhere even if you don't actually know it as yet mm. you know something about this makes me want to keep going even though people always criticize it because trust me but then people hate dancing especially in jamaica you know because it wasn't a nine-to-five job you know it was just idleness people talk oh you're an idler you, mm. know? you ain't getting nothing out of life like so if, if you dance you're mm. not working yeah that's what you're and you're saying. not making money and you're not making a living yeah to put food on the table yeah so therefore they classify mm. it as nothing mm. you know and the truth that kind of hurt but at the same time i didn't really care <laughs> for some reason i just didn't really care because even from my <laughs> my own family sometime you know they say it and I'm like feeling down a lot. But something just click uh, and I kiss my teeth, give me a second there. And it do that good. Kiss my teeth. <laughs> you know? Because something deep down um, is saying that, yo, what you're saying makes no sense, you know? You know? Keep doing what you're doing. I like, I never stop, you know, until. I found myself in a team, that's my first team, which is called Magnificent, mm. you know, Magnificent Dance Crew. And from there, it was a non-stop even more, you know, keep mm. pushing, pushing, you know, because my team Magnificent, like, pushed me like, to the bridge, you know. This was the name of your team over in Jamaica. Jamaica yeah. So now you have another team here. Yeah. And that's mm. called... Decozim team creative. Yeah, but that's my Decozim team slash Zim Nation. You know. Okay. I want to create a Zim Nation, so you know. So yeah, Zim team is my new team. Okay. Yeah, but back then it was like pure magnificent. You know. Started out started out as a big group. Then it got to like one now, but it has shared its time. Even though it's still going strong, you know share this time because we have done a lot you know we had we had made a good impact in the street and made a name for ourselves so we have to give thanks to that you know mm. give thanks to the magnificent you know i'd like to pick up on something that you said you said you made a good impact on the streets yeah can you tell us a little bit more about that people got to love us you know first okay. they were doubting us and by the time time passes they saw our determination and they started to love us. They started to cheer for us, you know? So they were starting to accept the dancing yeah. as an art and yeah. possibly as a way to make a living as well. Exactly, yeah. yeah. But uh, in those times, 
you have to make a living out of dancing. You have to do different stuff. You mm. know, you have to hustle. You me? go on some construction work to get your own bread. You mm. rely on mommy and daddy. You don't know. <laughs> because for them all away, and they mm. saved me a lot. Mm. You see me? But we began to got the, we began to gain the love in the street. You know, and that was really important for us. Mm. You know, because mm. without love, you can't really do nothing. You know, you see me? So that kind of give us the strength more. Mm. Even though they were still a lot of haters. But you know, you gotta have haters to survive in these things also. Because on that side, actually motivate you, you know. Mm. And that also shows strong you are. If you can make um, it motivate you. Yeah, you see me? So, mm. yeah. Um, dance hall dancing um, involves a lot of booty shaking and a lot of uh, moves that can look a bit mm. maybe a little bit sexual for people who don't know what it is and um, I'd like you to tell us about that mm. what it means and why um, it can be misinterpreted by some yeah. people as as being you know maybe a too sexual mm. um, on the dance floor when it's something that's more of an art form and a means of expression yeah than uh, an actual empty, but, you know. Who doesn't like sexy though? We think about it, you know? Yeah, of Everybody course. Everybody loves sexy, you know? Yeah. And people hate and criticize what they don't really know. You see me? You see a girl shaking their ass. It doesn't mean she's a, what they call, you know, or, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, don't know, a, I don't know what to put we, it We up. understand. Yeah, you know? Yeah. You see me? She's basically expressing herself, you know, how she feels, you know? Of course, she, a man dance and a man expresses bad energy out, you know? When a woman dance, she expresses her sexual feeling or how she feeling, emotional feeling, you know? Even, mm. she, uh, she feeling, even if she's feeling angry, you know, sexy, loving, you know, down, she expresses that through the dancing, you know? And one and her body and shaking it is the way to go for her, isn't mm. it? So you can't, you know, just see that like, oh, that's wrong. Or just because you ain't going on the toes like ballet, you know, and spinning. Ah, it's like not provocative. No. It's a form of expression yeah. Yeah. before anything mm. else. And how do you expect, express yourself by, by body language, by letting it out, you know, let it flow, you know, when mm. it's a flow movement, you know? They're mm. winding their ways around, it's flowing. Up and down, it's flowing, you know? It's just a way of expressing oneself, you mm. see me? So, yeah. Mm. Uh, sorry. Yes. But there's also a time and place for everything, you know? You got to know where to do it. Mm. You can't just bring it everywhere because everyone can't accept that, especially when they know the meaning of it, you know? So... We call it we call it daggering or broke out, you know. You can't bring something like daggering to a modern or a politician function, you know. We I don't know how to classify it, but at that level of function, you gotta do something more. How to I don't know how to say it, but something more appropriate for the eyes, you know, because not everyone is used to that lifestyle, you know, to see mm. such movements. While a guy like me are people who believe in human freedom, you know, see and understand, yo, this is the way this person want to go. This is the way this person want to express himself, you know. So why criticize it, you know? If he or she is happy, 
when doing it then why try to fight it embrace it but mm. don't bring it into someone's eyes who's not ready to see it you know you got to bring something more appropriate for that person's eye mm. but for example when i'm performing for people depending on the crowd i work with a type of music because in dance hall you have different segment and different style of music you know you got i'm gonna say gunman style you got fun style you got daggering style you got couple of style and you got female style you know you can't bring a daggering style a gunman style to something something respectable no that's for when you're battling on the street and all those stuff you know you're gonna bring something like a reggae kind of roots rock vibe to someone who is looking for something more appropriate for them kids you know for their family to come and see you mm. know but if you're gonna perform at a club or a party sure you can bring it you know because it's a club and a party and people come to dance and enjoy themselves to see them kind of style you know so yeah and and there are different styles of music that's um well you, you dance those different styles to different types of music Mus as yeah well. mm. yeah you know so uh, so you're someone taking out your stress on a gunman song singing a gunman song you're gonna dance a gunman style you know mm. you see someone singing about love you're gonna do something a dance move that represent love you know a girl a singer singing a whining song for the ladies the ladies gonna whine and dance you know mm. so it all comes down to what the internet gonna sing you know today you know mm -hmm. and it doesn't mean some of the gunman song well for me most of it it do, it do, that doesn't mean like the artist is doing the stuff it's just a way of telling you, you know, i can do this if i didn't have this you know because trust me without music or dancing probably if a guy like me would have probably turn a criminal who knows because I didn't have no guidance to to guide me you know but dancing guide me so if an entertainer didn't have the, the music to like release all his rage telling a guy yo blah 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 he would have probably done it for, for sure but he can pick the mic up and sing about it and after he sing about it he's like <sighs> you know <laughs> he already released it he didn't need to release it yeah um physically yeah you know so it's like that mm. you know mm. so it all come down to what i said earlier it's a lifestyle, a lifestyle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you see yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. it totally makes sense mm -hmm. so when did dance hall actually really start all right the dance hall dancing start late 90s coming up into 2000 Actually, did I mention Mr. Wake? Because I need to know that I mentioned Mr. Wake. He was the founding father of dancehall. He was like the first one to actually create a dancehall move, you know, and make it like worldwide. Is it me? So yeah, I have to give thanks. It all started right there, Mr. Wake. And from that, youths realized that they can actually put their thing they're dancing out there but first people were just dancing because of the love of it and what it does what it did for them you know and when they realized they could put it on a bigger platform you start seeing crews highlighting themselves you know on the dance floor representing their team and that brings in the middle school vibes come 
people start creating the old moves and you gotta find that not everyone wanna dance like Bogle, flow because Mr. Waka is a grooving person. You move all day, flow all day. But there's not everyone is like that. Me especially, you know, I'm a hardcore person. So that kinda bring the hardcore movement kinda bring brings in middle school dancing where you see people stepping crazy, you know, going wild, you know. And that was two thousand and five, even though mid even though old school was still raining, old school was still like going strong, but middle school comes in and that created an even bigger scene in the dancer community, you know. Cause there was so many dancers at that time, like representing for themselves, just dancing, you know, coming out every night, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, <laughs> straight back to Sunday, you know, representing their team and creating dance move. You see me? And it been that way for for years. People just, you know, and even though it was like that, still wasn't dancer still wasn't getting the exposure because. To be fair, yeah, we was on a small island. We didn't equip with a lot of resources to like get our get our names out there, you know. Until we discover YouTube, you know, guys started to put in their stuff. Not even say guys, the parties, the parties used to put used to start putting their their parties on YouTube, and people just start watching, seeing dance all, you know, and that's how it became popular in Europe, and well not Europe. Japan was the first place for dancehall to get like popular. Wow. Japan, yeah, yeah, before Europe. You know, Japanese was like the first foreigners to like come and love dancehall. You know, start mm. doing dancehall. You know, the, the scene, dancehall street, dancehall. Japanese people, big up to them. You know, so at that time in 2006, seven, it was like, yeah, had a big platform overseas, but not really big until, I don't know, Specifically, when Europe began to view it, but I know it was in the 2007, 2009, 2007, 8, 9, those times Europe started, began to like get a little taste of dance hall. And if we know it, Jamaica was full of foreigners, <laughs> you know, not only for the beach and stuff, but you know, for dancing, you know, and that was wonderful, but not so wonderful either right now you know it was wonderful but right now it's not so much wonders you know because of issues you know creating in the scene and you know we'll get to that soon but yeah and from there it was same thing every day we're dancing getting ourselves out there dancing getting ourselves out there you see me until my team comes you know magnificent I think comes we started doing the same thing, you know, getting ourselves out here before we start going into town because I'm a country boy. I came from the countryside, you know. I didn't know much about city life. But I knew I was gonna know about city life, <laughs> you know, because I, I saw it and I'm like, yo, that's me, you know, but I didn't know when I was gonna get exposed to that kind of life until I got exposed, you know, with my team magnificent. We started going out there, you know, nineteen nine town ripping our name, link up with this place called Dance JA. That was the like the first real structural place in Jamaica who actually sorry. Mm-hmm. German. Yes, yeah, so, yeah, so Dance JA was the place where dancers used to come and like 
Lady Latanya style, whose name is Latanya style, who actually run the place, you know, started putting dancers out on her platform, you know, so showing dancers talent, all of that. So that used to, and that gave dancers a chance. And even actually also tell dancers that, yo, something out of this, we can gain something out of this, you know. And dancers were starting to gain, because we used, them time that we used to start going to music videos. Sometimes pay, sometimes no, but you know, that's Jamaica, mm. isn't it? So, yeah, and it flows that way for a while until new school, new school comes in, you know, started with elite team. New school started with elite team from Jamaica. The dance group was bad, bad dance group, you know, really good dance group. Coming in with first intense but groovy new school vibes, you know, started to take the the street like crazy. Two tours it reached Europe. Jamaican started the tour. It's it's like it's so much. Jamaican started to tour. That's when Jamaican people started to tour, you know, like for for classes. Cause when Jamaican used to tour, they used to just go for parties on the Smile Island, like Trinidad and Tobago for parties and then come back home, you know? Mm. Just to just nice party, which is the way to go, you know, cause that's how we showcase ourselves in parties. That's where it all started, you know, in parties. And so new school comes in and guys start getting booked to go to Europe to teach. And yeah. But it wasn't that good when I check it out. Cause you're going to Europe. But it was it wasn't like getting it wasn't worth it. At first it seemed like it worth it, but it wasn't really really. Until he actually looked back and realized that he wasn't getting nothing out of it. Mm. Well, not me, because I never been to Europe. But other dancers, and from what I see, it was like all about going on a plane right now. Because guys realize that we can go on plane, <laughs> and plane is a big deal. You know, plane is a really big deal at that time. Because we're from Jamaica, we're not really equipped with certain things. So when they go on a plane, you classify as big deal. You know, so that was the trend. <laughs> <laughs> that was like a trend and that went on up until now you know like guys going on tour like these are a lot of Jamaicans on tour right now as I said there's so many Jamaicans on tour but yeah. tour tour is fun but you need benefits you know mm. and what I see is the tours got no benefits in my eyes you know because we're going on tour what you're coming back home you ain't coming back home with nothing much well i don't know what people get in your pockets but what i see you know it's not much because if you're going on a tour that simply means you should you should be getting your work you know but instead i see other people getting the getting jamaican work and i'm like how is this possible how can you be the art of dancing but you're still you ain't getting your word so you mean financially yeah financially yeah because yeah, it all comes down to we're living in a modern time now you know and even though we love it that much we love dancing that much we need to survive you know yeah, of course. and why not survive off that if that's what we love you know and that's what we've been doing for like forever so it is fair enough for us to like get the benefit you know because the other day is always to benefit off, you know. So, 
sorry to mm-hmm. interrupt. So when they're touring, they're um, showcasing. Yeah. And are they teaching some? Teaching, well? yeah. yeah. We're teaching, showcasing, you know, but no benefit. And for, for me, that's a big deal, you know, even a time like this when I'm getting old. Uh, <laughs> you see me? It has to be beneficial. And that's where I think dancehall, and I think that's where the issue is in dancehall right now. And I think all the issue is that bene- dancers, devoted dancers, are not are getting what they really deserve from dancing. It's because there's, we've been getting a lot of criticized for like years, years and years and years, even from our own people. So I believe that it's, it's, it's really fair for us to like see the world, you know, because all, all us criticize and we're still going. Because we, we could have turned off and be something else, you know, probably going to 9 to 5 and not do it, but we still do it and make our name be heard, but you're still, there's not nothing to show. Mm-hmm. And that's a bit, you know, scratchy. Mm. I would say, mm. isn't it? So, so do you yeah. have any idea of how it can become um, maybe a little bit more profitable for um, dancehall dancers? Because mm. if you're going to be dancing as as an art and as a profession, yeah. and um, and it's going to be your full time yeah. job in a way. There has to be a way to 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 be able to yeah. make a little bit of profit, so at least enough to make a reasonable living. Yeah, we're not saying to have to own yachts and uh, yeah, <laughs> and a exactly, private jet, exactly. but to yeah. at least be able to you know. All right, promoters, you know, and you have this thing, promoters, and when everyone and in a place like Europe, when everyone has a thousand studio and competing that for all of the best dancing or all of the best Jamaican dancer, you know. I think when if they're doing that they should like at least raise the fee because we can't tell the promoter how to do their show because we know what they're doing. A lot of promoters hold a book because, you know, the dancer is famous in Jamaica and they want to and they want to be famous after dancers. Can't hide that, you know. Mm. A lot of Jamaicans see it already. We can't hide it no more. So, but that's what we say tough. So it's fair enough to like give us something we deserve, you know. Mm. You know. What What do um, Jamaican dancers want to convey when they bring their skill and mm. their art to say Europe or mm. to any other country of the world? Um, because it's n- it's something that's not um, very natural for mm-hmm. a European to dance this way mm. so they've got a lot to learn so do you teach the culture also that comes with the dancing yeah. mm-hmm. um, you know th- th- this is what I mean by my question when you can what do you want to convey to um, the students who who are not from Jamaica who go to learn Jamaican dancing dance hall dancing when you say my English is pretty bad, I'm from Jamaica, I speak Patois. When you say convey, what do you mean? Break that down for me. What, what, do you, mm-hmm. what do you want them to learn apart from the dancing, apart mm, oh, from the yeah. actual physical mm-hmm. moves? Are you trying to um, teach a part of the culture as well? Yes, which, which I let them know, like, yo, this is a lifestyle. For, probably for you, this is just dancing, but for us, this is a lifestyle. This is how we live through the day. You know, when we don't got anything, we see dancing. 
is me. So whenever we teach you, all the thing we need is the appreciation, knowing that we are sharing this culture with you. Because we didn't have to, even though you might be paying us, we could still be at home doing our own thing because it makes us happy, mm. you know. But from we welcoming you and sharing our culture and our lifestyle with you, because it's not easy to share a lifestyle with someone, you know. So when we share that lifestyle with you and show you and friend you, that means that we respect, we respect you. Because Jamaican people, if we don't respect you, we just don't respect you. You're gonna get. <laughs> the bad attitude, you know, and people know mm. Jamaican people, you know, for a real bad attitude. Cause we got that. Really? We, yeah, we got that. Yeah, you know. Okay. But we also I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> but we are so lovely. Yeah. That's why people love us. You know, you know, we create wonders. We make people feel happy. You see me? Mm. That's all one of our specialty. Cause we got two sides. You know, mm. we're, we're one of the nicest people and also one of the angriest people. You know, so when we show you love, you know, we want it back. You see me? So that's yeah. what we we would love to see from more people, you know. Yo, show that you love that. Not even us. Don't don't try to love us. Love the culture. Cause we ain't begging no one to love us, you know. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of people who don't love the culture. They love what they can get from it. All about gaining, you know. Being a dancer, dance is a big deal right now. Cause you can get a lot of students, you know. And it might be a big deal for you getting a lot of students or something. You don't know because you choose not to know it. You know you choose not to learn it. You know because there's a lot of people doing dancer right now who don't know what dancer is really, but they know to do a move and they can move pretty well. You know so they can sell themselves as that without learning from a dancer dancer. You know so if you're not learning from a dancer dancer and teaching dancer, you're basically disrespecting the culture because what are you teaching? You can't see see it you know and teaching it you gotta actually learn it it's a lifestyle you gotta know how we live you gotta know why we do this dance move you gotta know why we create it if you don't know why how are you gonna mm. do it you know so and I think that's where the problem comes in you don't know it you're doing it you're making a big buck off of it like a big one and we the creators is here not making anything you know so we like we plant our seed you know let it grow and you come cut it and take it. That's what we say, you know. And so that's where the disrespect, disrespect comes in. You know, you can't be reaping what man sow, man. You know, mm-hmm. that's one of us say. You can't reap a man sow. No. <laughs> so, yeah, that's the biggest problem right now, you know. And I don't know if it's going to change. I hope it change, you know. We've been fighting for it to change, like, even now. Because we want to build a community dance hall association for Jamaican dancers, you know, all the overseas and abroad. Because when a dancer travel, you got no bucketive, you know. What if he's, you got hit down by a car, you know, something happened at the airport. You got no bucketive, you got no insurance, you know. Mm. The person who's going to book you, you don't know how much you're going to cover for you. Because we don't know much about paperwork stuff. Because we're, we're not from these places where we do paperwork stuff and, you know. We communicate by words, you know. We give words and anything, you know. But these people give paper. We don't know what people write on paper, so we don't know how much we cover. So mm. all of those touring is a risk, you know. But because we want better for ourselves, we take the risk, you know. We love to take risks, you know. Mm. <laughs> we love taking risks, and that's how we survive. And if you have to take risks in this place, you know, especially where I'm from, to survive, you know. Mm. So yeah, so and we need 
something like to cover us and we are working on that because we have a big group right now working on building an organization for Jamaican dancers you know, here in Perth yeah. or in Jamaica in Jamaica yeah. yeah so we're actually working on that you know trying mm. to get people on board mm. to like build this organization for for dancers because that's amazing we really need it you know yeah. we really need it because as I said there's no strong backative you know I'm like sorry if we don't right now in this day and age if we don't have a strong backative it's gonna fade away probably five years from now you're gonna hear you're real create dancehall, not Jamaicans, because there's mm. a lot of Europeans doing dancehall, you know, mm. and their name is, they're even bigger than some, most of us in Jamaica, but they don't do it, but they do. yeah, yeah see, they don't create dancehall, and that's what the problem is now, like, how can it be more famous than I, and I am the one who, they're this, my mm. island, this was from my island, you know, so how can you more, be more popular than I, you know? So you need to protect also the cultural mm -hmm. aspect of it and keep it as mm -hmm. Jamaican from the Jamaican people by the Jamaican mm -hmm. people that the Jamaican people share yeah. with other people yeah. around the world. Yeah, so we need to a structure to protect that. Mm. You know. And if like if we don't years from now, you probably hear that it's created in Europe, you know. And that's one of the biggest fear. I don't know I can't speak for everyone, but for me that's one of the biggest fears because I've been growing with this for all my life, you know. I know what it's supposed to look like, you see me. Cause I still got old school and middle school representing me. Mm. I, I think a lot of dancers don't got that because what we see is a tour and just getting on a plane and touring. That's what some of us do because some of us don't really understand, you know, what we really have, you know. They don't understand how special it is. Because yeah, how rich you yeah, are culture, yeah, from you your know? culture. Because I think I'm not sure, but I think they they didn't start dancing in the time that dancehall was wonderful. When they say guys dancing on the street, it's a pure fun. But you know, everybody at this is, is poor. But you don't support this. Mm. It's a richness, you know, full of richness, full of vibes, you know. Yes. Yeah. We yes. don't remember we broke, but because we're dancing, we don't even remember that we broke. Mm. Yeah, a song play representing talking about money, we think we're rich. <laughs> you know, we're poor, but the song say rich, so we are rich at that moment. Mm. You know, so that shows how special it is, you know, and a lot of us, even Jamaicans, don't realize that. You know, and we need, I think we need someone, even some of the elders in dance country right now, to like tell us something use that, you this this is rich, you know. Mm. So you are advocating for the Jamaican dancers to keep strong and to keep protecting yeah. their art and their yeah. culture and that's within their art. And yeah, you know, yeah. That's yeah. great. And are you teaching also in Perth? Yeah, yeah, you know. So Little students over there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah so yeah. will you um show us a little demonstration so for the people who will be listening to this and watching it on YouTube will yeah, you um, show us a little demonstration it's a team yeah. demonstration eh? and maybe we can already have like a bit of music just to get a little taster yeah. of what the yeah. Um, elephant man there, yeah? <laughs> yeah. of course man yeah go for it okay great um, Deco 
Thank you for coming. Thanks Thank for you for sharing all this um, very valuable knowledge. And I, I, I particularly appreciate also um, the, the, the advocacy part also yeah. about, um, you know, keeping the Jamaican culture in the dancing, mm. in the dance hall, the lifestyle, keeping it Jamaican and sharing it with the world, of yeah, course, definitely. but, you know, the roots yeah. are Jamaican. Yeah, it's period. right there, yeah. Yeah. You, you cut the goose root, you can't get nothing else, and it's dead right there. Mm. So, yeah, you got to keep it, keep the root to water. Got to keep water in the root. You know? Exactly, so, yeah. exactly. Well done. Um, so, thank you, Deco. Uh, we're going to go outside. You for a little pizza. demo going um, so if you're listening to this uh, only on uh, Spotify or on Global Chat, chat Radio um, I do recommend that you connect to Unite um, Studio on uh, YouTube so that you can see the demonstration that Deco will perform shortly with uh, an extra one dancer only one okay and um, yeah that's it. So thank you very much. Um, thank you to Unite um, WA. Unite Dancehall, Unite WA, Unite the world. We're going to unite the world. They don't know. Unite the world. Yes. I'm going to. I'm going to go